0: in Delaware sports and sports around the world who has had absolutely no success in the real world so he's dedicated his life to talking sports he's known to be prickly and very opinionated it's time to get in the huddle with your host coach
1: muddle
2: (laughs) all right good morning everyone good morning it is a awesome Saturday morning. We got ICB interning the board again. As I keep hearing music, still, buddy, coach, it's coming down. Anyway. Don't you worry, it's coming down right now. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I got you. So great uh, game. I did. Um, you know, the first game of my trifecta. I did. Uh, you know, went down to the garden last night. Took my daughter, and my wife. Uh, took the train down and uh, got to see the Knicks looked really good for three quarters and then all of a sudden they looked like a JV team for the fourth quarter and blew a 15 point lead and uh, lost the game. Hey, you, 101, okay. one, what was it was
3: a 101-95. Yeah, you can at least hang your hat on. They had the lead at the end of the first 31-18 you can take the moral victory for the first quarter and you, Pat, Pat, uh, no move they on. had
2: a 15 point lead at halftime they had a 15 point lead at halftime well, I'm just, so I'm, they blew a 15 point lead at halftime so that's why i said for 3 quarters they looked really good but uh, after that it was it was it was bad and of course down there in Delaware it's uh, state title day uh in football we were going to play uh for uh, we're going to crown state title in D1 we're going to have a new champion and uh Woodbridge is gonna defend its title uh, so uh good luck to them. They'll they'll be the six o'clock game. They will uh, try to defend their their title uh and in between they'll do the unified football uh, flag football unified uh in between so it's it's be a fun day up there at U D if you're heading up that way. Uh should be a good uh good deal. Um my broadcast partner Glenn Fraser calling the game uh up there for uh what is it, Any what was that what company you worked for there, I C B.
3: Uh, for the NFHS network, national federal. Yeah, High School oh, there Sports. you go. Yeah. That's that's
2: the that's the network doing it. So uh he's he's gonna be doing the game. So should be a uh should be a fun fun uh fun afternoon if you guys are checking that out. and It's,
3: it's easy to access that website also, as well, Coach. It, it's really easy for all the viewers, even if they're not watching it live. You just go NFHS.com, On Demand. You just type in Delaware, and that's going to be one of the top games to pop up.
2: Thanks for the uh, plug, ICB. Well, I'm appreciate just saying you. for I'm the sure viewers who, who want to be I, listening. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. That's, that's good. Uh, so, we got that Uh, And then uh, after the show here, I'm going to be jumping in the car, heading down to the Meadowlands for uh, the Rangers uh, as they uh, take on the Devils uh, in their. uh, You know, I cannot remember. I don't even know if I've been to the Meadowlands for a hockey game. Honestly, I I don't. Honestly, I don't know. So uh, it's so it's going to be fun. Can't wait. Uh, Can't wait to go. It was a fun time, uh, you know, going down in the city yesterday, uh, walking around. The tree's not lit, tree's not lit yet. The, uh, um, but uh, we went down Times Square, or uh, yeah, Times Square. We hit the uh, 30 Rock, uh, ice skating and all that stuff. So, so it was pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, time yesterday had by all. Now, ICB, you've been uh, following some uh, local uh, local hoops.
3: Yes, I have, Coach. And let's just start off with Dell State. They uh, they were 0-7. They just got their first win against St. Elizabeth, and this was a team effort in general. Five guys were in double figures. John Crosby, we've talked about him before as a leading scorer. He led the way, 17. And Amir Bennett also had a double-double, 15-10 to notch their first win. Now they're going on uh, to Coastal Carolina. They're 3-4 and four right now, and this is actually an impressive team. Don't let that record fool you. They've actually had a win against Utah, who's always been one of the better teams in the Pac-12, and they only lost by 12 to number 24 ranked Baylor. And that, That's a pretty important thing for uh, many to remember is if you're an unranked team and you're losing to a team like Baylor only by 12, that's actually somewhat of an accomplishment. And moving down to the list, we'll go into Wesley, the Wesley uh, Wolverines. Uh, they played two games uh, against Moorville State they lost that game 79-61 but they did pull around and got a win against uh Centenary back in New Jersey 97 to 89 and the biggest part about that win was they had 21 free throws in the second half. And Brian Cameron, we've talked about him before, he led the charge with 27 points, 8 assists. On the year right now, he's averaging 29 points per game. Coach, that's 29 more points than you'll ever score. And he's shooting 37% from three. He's doing really well. And their next game is against uh, the uh Cordia Cougars, who are 1-4. Uh, never take any college team lightly. They're all college athletes for a reason. Moving into Salisbury, the Seagulls, after 19 and nine year, they're now three and four. Uh, they've had two games the past week. One against uh, Goucher, they won 66 to 47, and they also had a loss to Wesley in 78 uh, to 64. In that loss, uh, guard Devin Garrett he led the way with 20 points, had a great performance, but it was the Cardinals' Tim Frazier that had 29. It was shot 13 of 18. 18, coach, that's 13 more shots, and you'll be making. And the Seagulls are going to try to get back on track. they got a tournament at the Carnegie Hall, and their first team will be the Carnegie uh, Tartans. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And another school that we wanted to get onto the list was the Maryland Eastern Shore uh, Hawks. Right now they're 0-7, but don't let that fool you. They've had a rough schedule this year. they played Oklahoma, Penn State, Liberty, Stanford. We can put an asterisk on the 0-7 right now. Let's wait till conference time comes in. And we can get more in depth about how they're doing so far. But coach, that, that's it for the local college wrap up.
2: All right, good good stuff there from ICB. We're getting uh, adding a few more teams each week. Getting uh, trying trying to include all all of the Eastern Shore as we get uh, get more into that. So we'll keep up on that. Um, you know, uh, Thursday football wise, I really thought. Go ahead. Coach, you actually got a caller already. All right. You're in the huddle with Coach Motto. How you doing? Am I back in the huddle? It's Kenny Rydell. How are you?
4: It's oh,
2: Kenny. Kenny, how you doing, buddy? What's going on, guys? Not a whole lot. How you been? How was your Thanksgiving, buddy?
5: Uh, it was uh, full of gumbo.
6: I made gumbo for the family, and it was uh, amazing. You know, went, uh, went New Orleans this year with it. So, quite good. Quite good. So, did, but, you, put, uh, a lot of did football, you put turkey a lot of family, in the gumbo? Times, you know, how about you guys? Did you
2: put gumbo in the, I mean, did you put turkey in your gumbo?
6: You know, I didn't. I stuck with the chicken and the sausage and uh, about ten spices, and it was pretty good. So, probably should have gone turkey to celebrate the, uh, the holiday, but, you know, stuck with the traditional. So, you know but uh, i'm ready for another big day of college basketball today so uh got some picks for you and then i've got a dark horse team if you're interested all right all, all right, right
7: ahead,
6: so uh so we'll start with uh we'll start with the picks uh thus far, i'm five and one on the year so hopefully going to continue that uh that's that nice sort of trend today um and we've got uh, out west, we've got a game starting kind of early between San Francisco, the Dons of San Francisco, unbeaten this year. And they are uh, at, they're actually at Hawaii today. Um, and that's a four-point spread. I, I would take San Francisco on that every day of the week, um, especially this year. And uh, after that, you've got Colgate. They're a six-and-a-half-point favorite over Siena. Colgate's one of the best shooting teams in the whole country. Um, definitely, they got four guys shooting 40%-plus from three in their starting lineup. Um, and they're pretty electric offensively. And uh, they're a six-and-a-half-point favorite over Siena. I'll take Colgate in that. Uh, and then your blowout special of the, uh, of the week, it's one of your hometown teams, uh, Coach Muddle at St. John's. Uh, favored by nineteen and a half over Wagner, and I'll take St. John's in that one. Wagner recently lost All by right. forty plus to a team that's much worse than St. John's, so sort of the associative property would would suggest St. John's would have that one easily. So, there's your three right. your three picks for today. Um, then, uh, if you're talking about like a dark horse team generally to follow uh, that has really received no attention. In either poll, uh, they've got no votes in the coaches poll. They've got like two votes in the AP poll, and they're 8-0. San Diego State Aztecs, um, of coach Brian Dutcher, they're 8-0 on this season. Uh, They just beat Iowa by 10, and Iowa's pretty much certainly going to be an NCAA tournament team this year. They they beat Iowa by 10. Uh, They walloped Creighton by 31, and Creighton's a team that's going to be in the mix in the Big East, as they usually are. Pretty good pretty good squad. Uh, beat them by 31, and they won at BYU, and BYU's a scary good team as well. So they have three quality wins on their schedule already. Um, and uh, they're, they've faced the number, number 41 ranked schedule in America, and they've beaten that schedule by 20 points per game. So, some pretty scary numbers uh, for San Diego State so far. Uh, they rank 12th in the country in defensive efficiency, and, and that's San Diego State's always a pretty much always a solid defensive squad, and this year is no different. Uh, but they also rank 35th in the country in offensive efficiency, and again, that's among 353 teams in the country. So pretty solid, uh, especially against that schedule they've faced so far. And they're actually shooting 41 percent from three as a team this year, which is sort of uncharacteristic of San Diego State. They've never been known for for really their long distance guys, but uh, they're starting off hot this year. Uh, they've got in, they've got a mountain Conference Player of the Year candidate in their point guard, uh, senior point guard Malachi Flynn. Uh, he's putting up 16 a game, and in his most recent game against Iowa, he had 28 points just in the second half alone uh, against the Hawkeyes. Uh, so he's pretty electric guy to watch. Um, then they've got a, uh, a, a sort of a dead-eye shooter in Jordan Shakel. Uh He was their sixth man last year, but now he's starting and uh, is averaging 11 points a game, and hit 55% of his threes so far this year. Uh, And then they've got a pretty interestingly named uh, stretch four out of New Zealand named Yanni Wetzel, Um, and he's putting up 11 points in seven boards a game and uh, 62% field goals. So uh, nothing really not to like about this team. Uh, They're efficient on both sides of the ball. They've got uh, 10 deep rotation um and uh so far three quality wins i, I, I can't believe they're not getting more attention uh, nationally yet but i think they will
3: N- now so, uh, kenny i got a quick question for you on on college teams uh, one team that's rank, uh unranked right now they just had an mm-hmm. amazing game throughout the atlantis tournament is michigan they're now seven yeah. and no. they're still unranked juan howard's looked amazing what do you have about them
6: well you know what i uh I, uh, that's another team that I'm, I'm shocked are, are not getting more attention, and they definitely will now. And I think they're almost certainly going to be ranked come Monday. Uh, they, if you remember uh, Mo Mo Wagner, uh, their uh, yep. their big guy that led in the national title game when they lost to Bolonia a couple years ago. Uh, they've got his little brother on the team now, uh, and he's already starting as a freshman for them. Uh, so he's he's a scary talent, over, uh, German import uh, of theirs. Uh, they've got one of the one of the toughest, and if if, if you're going to say tough, I mean like a scrappy tough, uh, absolute beast at point guard. Um, what's the kid's name? Um, I think it's a Simpson. Um, yeah, yeah, Xavier Simpson. Xavier yeah. Simpson. You're right. Thank hey. you for jogging my memory there. No, it's all right. Uh, he, he plays like a yeah, Rajon Rondo
3: he, out there. He's a floor general.
6: He, he really is. He really he commands the game, uh, and he's. One of the better defensive guys, uh, at least in, in terms of in the backcourt in the country as well. Um, then you've got Isaiah, Isaiah Lives is out there, uh, who's really developed uh, at the four spot for them, and he's sort of worked himself into uh, the conversation as one of the best forwards in the Big Ten. Um, so really, there's not much, not much, not to like about them. And a little secret that they've got working for them under Juwan Howard uh, is longtime St. Joseph's. Head coach Phil Martelli is on their staff as well. He's uh now their assistant head coach this year. So they've got they've got lots of experience sort of backing up Howard uh in terms of coaching as well. So uh really a lot to like about them and they looked scary good this week. You're right.
3: Yeah, I mean, the first game against North Carolina, the, the score wasn't as big as it really seemed, uh, but they, they right. really trampled over them, but it was a Gonzaga yeah, they were game
6: up that like caught... 30 at one point, I think, right?
3: Yeah, but it was a Gonzaga game that caught, caught my eye in particular. I'm not a big college basketball fan, but watching that mm-hmm. game, it was a complete blowout. I was a little surprised yeah. uh, Simpson stayed in. He hurt his uh, hip at the very end of the game with like two minutes left. That was a little surprising. Reminds me too much of a Derrick Rose Tom Thibodeau incident. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a little afraid about that, it looked like he's going to be all right, but still, it's one of those yeah, things I want to happen. I'm
6: surprised to keep him in in that scenario because that was it wasn't even a, a game at that point, uh, was it? So
3: I don't know. Maybe maybe you can take over to head coach next year for Juwan
6: Howard. Well, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> if if anyone to do it, it's Phil Martelli, but uh, um, uh, or possibly you. Um, it's <laughs> so uh, if you want to get into the college basketball ranks, you know, um, I know you're the NBA guy though. What's been going on in the league?
3: Well, the Luka Doncic uh, storm has been full brewing right now. It's almost impossible to stop this guy. He's now the third player in NBA history to average a triple-double throughout the month uh, with Oscar Robinson and Russell Westbrook. Dude's been killing it on all levels, and the Lakers... that's one team that I thought was going to be a little bit more overhyped, but they're seventeen and two right now. Uh, they, they've right, been uh, quite surprising
6: me. That's the best in uh, best in the history of their franchise, I think. Yeah, but start, the
3: the Warriors' downfall has been quite amazing. Uh, I'm not even going to front about that. I think almost any NBA fan is happy to see the Warriors go down for at least one year. It gives
6: all the twenty sure.
3: it gives all twenty nine NBA
6: teams you got to see Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr like busted his hand open on a, on a clipboard last week.
3: Yeah, well it gets all tw- 29 other teams finally get the revenge on, on the Warriors, so I, there's no sympathy right now, but there's, there's been two teams that have been quite surprising so far of how they haven't been up to standards. That's Portland. Uh, they made the last second ditch to sign Carmelo Anthony as a, a mm-hmm. hope to rejuvenate, and for a team that's all ISO ball, it, it's a great fit for Carmelo, but the San Antonio oh, Spurs... They they went on an eight game losing streak. Greg Popovich had a funny reaction to it, but that team has been a little underwhelming as a playoff team. Last year they got back. Uh, Dejounte Murray, uh, Rudy Gay mm-hmm. has been okay. Lamarcus Aldridge. You would have thought this team would still be in the playoff push around that seven eight seed, but they just haven't found their game yet.
6: Do you think maybe age is playing into that? Because when you mention Aldridge and, and Rudy Gay, like these guys have been around forever. Well, and well, I. Don't, I know Pop has been able to work magic with older guys in the past, but maybe just not this year.
3: Well, yeah, yes, right. but they also have a young mixture of the guards. Uh, with DeJounte Murray, Derek White, right. those two guards looked really promising. Uh, even adding Lonnie Walker, you would have thought in his sophomore year, he played a lot in the G League last year, but you would have thought he'd, mm-hmm. he'd come in and contribute a little more. It just seems like some of the younger guys haven't uh, been up to par yet with Popovich's <laughs> standards. And I'm curious to see how much of a toll that's going to take uh, coming down to the end of the year because it, I'm still not going to count the Spurs out yet. They're going to so come back. Would
6: you say they are you going to say they'd probably make the playoffs this year or no? Well, it, you it, had to make a call.
3: It's too tough to it's, it's tough for me to ever say in my life because at 18, I've never said before that the uh the Spurs are not making the playoffs. It, it, that's never happened. Right. And it's. As much as I want as a Kings fan thinking, hey, we're 7-10 and 10 right now. We're starting to look up. We have a winning November. The team's looking good without Bagley and Fox. We'd sneak in. The Timberwolves have a chance right now with how great Wiggins has been. It's tough for the Spurs, but you can't count them out. It's the same thing with the Portland Trailblazers. You can't count them out right? either.
6: Too much talent to, exactly. to kind of say. And it's a Popovich led all.
3: team. He can't do it. Like, let's not forget, Jonathan Simmons was a guy who spent $100 for a Juco tryout and for a G League tryout. <laughs> Next thing he, you know, he was helping lead that team uh, to, I think, like 57 right. wins one year. It, it's Greg Popovich. He's going to find somebody. You never count him out. Right.
6: No, he, he's the master. Uh, in terms of all time. Yeah, good stuff. He's my number one. I don't care what you say about Phil Jackson. Pop is my number one, hands down. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. So, all
2: right. right. Good good uh, stuff, Kenny.
6: for the NBA update. (laughs) Well, thank you for the college update,
2: Kenny. Kenny, Kenny, give us your picks one more time for us, please.
6: Sure. uh, Taking San Francisco, uh, they're a four-point favorite over Hawaii. Take San Francisco. Uh, Taking Colgate, they're a a six-and-a-half-point favorite over Siena. I would take Colgate. And then finally... Your blowout special takes St. John's over Wagner, even though they're favored by 19 and a half. I think that's safe.
2: All right. Good stuff. Thanks, Kenny. We appreciate you giving us a call today, man. We appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your no Thanksgiving problem. weekend.
6: All right. I'm off to see All a right. Cape and Lopin basketball scrimmage this afternoon. So, All right. Have a good fun, one.
2: Fun. All right. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. Good stuff. There you go from uh, – from Kenny Rydell, man, good stuff as always.
3: Yeah, if it felt weird so hearing the St. John's a, blowout, felt weird hearing that again. I, I haven't heard much about uh, St. John since uh, uh, Chris Mullen was the head coach and, and got released. I haven't heard much about them since, but it's nice to hear that again.
2: Yeah, you know they're 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 in the mix, so it, it should be it should be good. I always like to see the Johnny's uh, doing well, he's doing well. So. Good, good stuff. Uh, you know, What would you think of football on, uh, on Thursday? Um, I think before, hold on, before we get to that, uh, I know we're getting ready to come up on a timeout here shortly. So after the break, we'll talk a little we, we bit got- about your uh, Thursday. I, I know what you got. I know what you got. You don't have to... Give me hand signals. I, I, I got you. But I wanted to do something else because I, I want to spend some time on, on some Thursday football. So relax there. Pump the brakes, ICB. You're good. You're good. I know. Just doing my so, job. I, so obviously, you know, I'm up here. I'm up here in New York. in um, uh, again, uh, from, from New York. And, and of course, you, you brought your buddies in uh, today to help you out. Yeah. So you're gonna introduce them, or yes, I am. You're just gonna I, I, let them
3: sit there, Coach. I've been waiting for the right time. All right, it's still your show. It's not the ICB show. We've gone over this a few times. And today in the studio, I've talked about multiple times the Three Bro Sports Podcast. And today's the perfect day to bring them in. So today we got Calvin Huber on it with us, and also Brett Snyder. Guys, your mic is on. You can say something. Don't worry. All
8: right.
3: Hello, my name is Calvin Huber. And Brett. <laughs> How's it going, guys? And I also had to bring in Brett in the NBA talk just because Brett is a Timberwolves fan. And I brought the Bulls reference in about the D-Rose because Calvin is a Bulls fan. And it's three guys in the basketball world who've had uh, some depressing times. But Um, (laughs) how's it like being on the 3 Bro Sports Podcast with uh, the intern?
9: You know, it's fun. You know, it's always nice to spend a half hour with ICB.
3: See, see, I, I wish, I wish somebody else could say that. It's, it's in the studio right now. I wish I could hear stuff like that here and there. It'd be nice.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> that's why you have. That's why you have another place to go. That, that's why you have another place so that you can feel. So you can, you know, feel that that love that you don't get, you know, here.
3: Yeah, in I, the studio. Yeah, I know, I know, I know Coach.
9: Yeah, there's no, a reason
3: why we started it.
9: Yeah, and shout out to uh, shout out to Mr. White, who's a. Uh, Runs an awesome class over there at Delaware Tech. Yeah, the um, professor really enjoy that class. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. The, the friend, professor. friends of the program, friends of the program. Yeah, he he's gotten
3: me in a little yep. trouble on the show for uh, some things I've said on the podcast. He, he likes to relay lay them over to coach. Uh, it's it's been a yep. little interesting <laughs> when he does that. But then again, I'm also speaking the truth about what I'm talking about. You may so bring
9: that upon yourself. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. Well, I have to throw the topic anyway, right. we we're. we're 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 not going to get into the system quarterback thing, okay? <laughs> I, I, as much as you enjoy and, and believe that, but I but I think that you know you you have taken enough abuse, but you 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 can't constantly every time I put a lid on that can of worms, you want to open it back up and and get that tongue lashing again because you just don't understand you 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 took a whole show. And all you did was get beat up by callers. You got beat up by Nevada Nick. You got beat up by the professor who made a special trip into the studio to do it in person. So, you know, it's it's a, you know, you just keep bringing that up on and on. But uh, well, coach, it, as I as I, it's tough for people to accept
3: ahead. the truth. It really is, and seeing your reactions almost been priceless. I mean, you're, you're, I'm the one who's staying calm back here. I bring up the numbers, I bring up comparisons. Right now, if you want to comp- do a comparison of career numbers of Tom Brady and other quarterback, it's Joe Flacco. But I'm hearing the music right now, so Coach, we, we can all, we'll get into that conversation some other day. But don't worry, we, we want right, to get into after, it Thursday nights. We,
2: after yeah. we get after we get back from the break, we'll get into some Thursday football and uh, your thoughts on the three games. Uh, and of course, uh, a little later, we're gonna have Nevada Nick, and uh, he's got some huge games. <laughs> on tap for us he'll actually uh be joining us so uh we'll be right back
1: here and i want to talk about chicken coops this is where your chickens coop okay so if you need a place for your chickens to coop we've got amish made chicken coops at wellers in bridgeville we also sell amish made sheds we've got them in different shapes and styles quick delivery great prices quality construction and they have a rent to own program so check us out at wellers.com like us on facebook if you would or come see us on route 13 in bridgeville because we'd like to meet you That's right, call. That's the only way to get these rates. Experts are standing by 24 7 to get you the cheapest airfare and hotel rates available. So don't wait. Call right now for the lowest travel prices anywhere and for great last minute travel deals too. Call 888
7: 983 6761. 888 983 6761. 983 6761. 983 6761.
3: Welcome back. Coach Coach is still away from the huddle right now. Probably just taking a bathroom break. But as, as suggested, all right, here comes in Coach now. Coach, you're a little late, but it's all right. ICB's got you covered. Interns got you covered here.
2: <laughs> Don't you worry. All right. Yeah, I, I, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. You know, I mean, it's Thanksgiving week. We got a, a house full of people coming, going, all kinds of stuff going on. So, you know, I, I have to say... Hello to people coming, goodbye to people leaving, you know, so we got a, it's a busy place going on here. We got two kitchens still going full throttle. Yeah, it's nothing slowing down up here.
3: Yeah. All right, let's get into the Thanksgiving matchups. And on the 3 Bro Sports podcast, we, we went over ours a day early. Uh, I don't want to talk about my results personally. I may have been wrong on a few games, uh, but Calvin and Brett were actually right on all the games that they went with compared to me. So, I want to at least throw it out there of the Bears-Lions game. For some reason, at the last second, I decided to go with the Lions. You guys went with the Bears. How how, how do you feel after watching that game?
8: Oh, uh, I thought Brett went with the Lions. Did you? you? Oh, he my did. bad. My my, okay. my my apologies. So, I mean, you know, watching that game as it was going on, I'm sitting there hoping that the Bears would win just so I could beat you. But honestly, <laughs> it's... Um it's probably the first game where I can see, like, Mitchell Trubisky actually played pretty well, well enough to be, like, essentially what he was drafted to be. But one game does not make a great quarterback.
3: No, it doesn't, especially against Detroit.
8: <laughs> yeah. no co-
2: Hey, uh, I just want you guys to know that we do do we do we uh, drug tests. You're going to have to pee in a cup because I don't, I don't know what game you watched, but, you know, I, I'm sorry, but I, I don't think that... We- He played a game that made him even worthy of being. That didn't look like anything to me. It looked like he got outplayed by a guy off the street.
3: Yeah, the third string quarterback, Jeff Blow, or Jeff Blau, or however you want to say. I think, yeah, it's supposed to rhyme with Cal, so it's Jeff Blau. Uh, It was a game where at least Trubisky looked competent enough to where the offense can somewhat get their job done and hand it right over to the defense. I, I think that's what Calvin's going at, coach. Yeah.
9: You were right, though. I actually did pick the Bears to win Um, based on the defense. That was the whole reason. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm like, I I remember hearing that. I
3: I made a last-second ditch. I was thinking, well, Kenny Galladay's going to have a big game, which he did. Uh, 138 receiving yards and a touchdown. The first play of the game for the Lions was a 75-yard score. It it, it, it almost looked like, all right, well, the Bears aren't coming here to play, so Lions will take away. They were up 17-7 at one point, if I'm not mistaken. They, they They had it all in front of them, but it's all right. I'm fine with that. But here, here's the game that I think we all got to go over. <laughs> the Cowboys versus Bills. Now, Calvin was the only one that actually went with the Bills, which was a little shocker to me. I thought the Bills would be more overrated. The Cowboys didn't show up to play at all.
9: Yeah, I foolishly chose the uh, Cowboys to win that game. I think everyone kind of expected them to win at home on Thanksgiving. Um, but... The Bills, like you said, they I think they personally I think they're over or underrated. Um, their defense is playing really well. Um, Josh Allen played great on Thursday, and and they have a really good coaching staff. I know I can't really say the same for um, Jason Garrett and the Cowboys. Not sure which direction that uh, franchise is going to go in, but um, Bills great played great on um on Thursday. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. And it was a tough game, and that's the game where uh, if they lose, Coach, I, th- I think you got something to say. What's that? I think you got something to say. If you're gonna blow into, you exhaling into the mic that loud. I think you got some opinions on how that Cowboys game went. Am I, am I not wrong?
2: Well, I always have an opinion, but you know, the Cowboys. You know, I, I have to agree with your buddy there. He, the Cowboys didn't show up, and I really think that they're over. Uh, Jason Garrett, I think he's already got, you know, should start cleaning out his office because uh, after that, uh, they just they played terribly. I mean, the Bills actually looked like a like a, a team, which I, honestly, uh, I've been saying all year that the Bills are kind of fake. They're not they're not a they're not a real team. They haven't really, you know, the real teams they played they lost to, uh, and here they come up against supposedly, uh, you know. A, uh, power in the East, and they really couldn't get their running game going, and, and it was uh, it was just a poor performance by the Cowboys.
3: Yeah, I, I fully agree with you on that. And the only reason why Garrett isn't going to be fired as of right now is just because uh, Jerry Jones said I'm not going to fire a coach uh, mid season, especially when we're still in hunt for the playoffs, because that's going to kill off our chances. So that's the sign right there. Well, Garrett, just pack up your desk. You're going to be gone once the season ends, no matter what. It was a tough game, uh, making Josh Allen look somewhat all right. Devil, Devin Singletary had a really good game. He's, he's going to be an amazing running back come next year once Frank Gore is gone. Or maybe he stays another year. You never know. I think he's going to stay around until he becomes the lead rusher in yards. But you never know what's going to happen. And I, I was fine picking the Cowboys because the, the idea is if they lose, that's fine. But that's at least showing me that this team doesn't know what they're doing. I, I was fine risking on it because this is this was a must-win game for the Cowboys. They had to win this, and they weren't able to. So I, I'm fine to I'm fine to take that loss on that one. But the one that everybody knew was going to happen, uh, we all took an unanimous an vote. Whoever says I votes for the uh, Saints. We all did. But that game got a lot closer than a lot of fans would be comfortable with, as it was only a one-score game. Final, it was a 26-18. Got a lot closer. Matt Ryan started looking a lot better.
9: Yeah, I wasn't really too surprised that the game was close in the beginning, um, you know, prime time, and it's a division matchup. I mean, they're always going to play well against each other just because of the history of the rivalry. But um, you got to talk about that play, um, Matt Ryan getting stiff-armed into oblivion um, <laughs> by the defensive lineman. That was just pretty much sums up the season right there.
8: Yeah, really does. But you have to give the Falcons some credit for at least, yeah, they went into this game – Everyone knew they were going to lose, but they still played well. And even then, they recovered two onside kicks, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Which, I mean, you rarely see an onside kick recovered, let alone two in the same game. There's some credit to be given for them for how they played. Hopefully, some progress for the future, but... I mean, the season for them is pretty much lost at this point.
3: Yeah, and they've been that team that they're still going to take their losses, but they always, in the end, they find a way to like somewhat mount a little bit of a comeback. Like when uh, the Falcons played the Vikings, it was a complete blowout. But if you look at the box scores a lot closer, just because the Falcons are, are the kings of garbage time. If, if Matt Ryan sees the scores, uh, they're down 30, then immediately they're going to start coming back a little bit. Yeah, same with Blake Bortles, <laughs> uh, the Jags would be down thirty, but Bortles was like, "Oh, okay, it's a brand new game. All right, let's just start all over again." And it has about fourteen straight points and goes on. But why hasn't Dan Quinn been fired, Coach? I need, I need uh, this question's more to you. Why hasn't he been? Why hasn't he packed his bags yet? He's underperformed m- multiple years now.
2: Well, I, I think he'll be gone after this season. I, I think. It's uh, and you know, hey, he's a he's a Salisbury State guy. Came, came from uh, was uh, on the staff at Salisbury State. He's a uh, he's a guy that is uh, he's a heck of a defensive coordinator, but um, I, again, you know, he couldn't couldn't get uh, Atlanta over the hump, and unfortunately, uh, he's going to be. Uh, hitting the bricks i think the dallas job the atlanta job the jacksonville job uh all be open uh come come after the season i don't think at this point uh you're gonna see a change i i I don't think the owner in atlanta uh he is not a guy that's going to do that and obviously jerry jones said he's not going to do it so uh it's uh, and I don't I don't think in in Jacksonville it really matters. You you might see that guy. You might see that guy get fired here in the next week or two. But I don't uh, I don't expect it till the end of the season. Yeah, and it's I weird. Mean, possibly, think. I think the Jets and the Giant Giants job should be open.
3: Yeah, it, it should be. I, I agree with you on that, Coach. I, if if any of the two stay, it, I I know as much. You you hate to hear it. it it'd be Shermer. Just because they haven't been as incompetent as the Jets, so they at least have that going for them.
2: But yes, they have. They lost to the Jets. They lost to the Jets. So, well, yes,
3: but I'm saying on the I mean, on the news stories, they haven't been as incompetent of how uh, the Jets told Adam Gase if they were gonna if they were gonna lose a certain game. I can't remember to who, but if they lose this game, then Adam Gase is fired right after. And that was reported through so many different news outlets, right. and never should,
2: Right. When they lost to Miami, Miami they lost thank to you, Miami. Please. Right. So they lost to Miami, and he should have been fired then. He wasn't. And since then, he's rolled off You know, four win- three, four wins. And now all of a sudden, he looks like he's a great coach and will probably get keep his job for another year. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Jets get upset tomorrow.
3: Yeah, isn't this also the time where uh, Todd Bowles last year basically did the same exact thing for two years in a row? Of The team was really just putrid. Uh, two years ago, Josh McCowan was their starting quarterback, and I think they had a six-win year. So the organization said, well, if Todd Bowles can get Josh McCowan six wins and we looked somewhat all right, then uh, he's going to stay another year. And he had Sam Darnold, never could do anything with him his rookie year. Then he finally got the boot. And now Adam GaSe looks like he's just replicating the same thing as Todd Bowles. There's just no change at all.
2: Now I don't know if that's a roster well, problem or. And, and and I've said this from Jump Street. Adam GaSe is not an NFL head coach. He's not, and he is he is uh, he is made a living off of coaching, coaching. Uh, you know, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, yeah. He made a living off of that, and he's been riding Peyton Manning's coattails, and, and and at some point, the someone's got to cut those coattails off.
8: Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. I just haven't seen – I never really saw much out of Adam Gase when he was in Miami to impress me. I didn't think he would even get a head coaching opportunity again, but, I mean, the Jets seem to do this type of thing.
9: I mean, well, I the
2: only, the only the only thing is is he had a, he has the fake four and two record against New England and the only reason why he had a winning record against New England was because you know when he faced New England it would be at the end of the year in Miami those guys already wrapped up a playoff spot and those guys were uh, you know going down to Miami and relaxing and not worried about uh, you know not not worried, really worried about the game so it was kind of fictitious.
9: Yeah, like like you said, I was just about to make the same point that it's you can only really take that coaching experience with a grain of salt, just because it was Miami. The, the players are down there to relax, and the roster probably wasn't as strong as what he has now in New York. So um, I think he'll there's a good chance he'll get another year, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they. Uh, kick him to the curb at the end of the season so to speak
3: yeah and, and that should be the final result and, and coach did talk about this a while ago and and i do agree as much as i don't like uh, uh mccarthy mike mccarthy he he should have had the job over adam gase i i think as bad of a coach he was in green bay i know he won a championship but i'm I'm crediting that more to aaron Rodgers doing whatever he wants he kind of walked over mccarthy a lot uh, at least he had a championship he has the better he has the better record he has the better resume he he should have had the job
2: i i know that you think that i know that you like to believe that and and that the media wants everyone to think that but that was not the case i mean he, i would he is a veteran he's a veteran quarterback okay that makes changes just like peyton manning oh now now you're what are you gonna say tony dungy and uh uh, and what's his name? at Denver didn't win the Super Bowls. It was John all Peyton Elway? Manning. Yeah, no, John Elway wasn't my the coach. Bad, my bad. It was yeah. uh I thought meant uh, and football. I can't think of his name. But it was Gary Kubiak? I don't know who the head coach was. Uh, Kubiak. It was Gary yeah. Kubiak. The, yeah, thank
3: you,
0: Cal. Yeah. What are
2: you gonna say? He didn't. He didn't do anything. I mean, you know, no. that's what you. That's what you're saying about Mike McCarthy. That that didn't matter. That who was the coach? You could have been the head coach. You still would have won a Super Bowl. That's what you're saying.
3: Look, even McCarthy was an offensive coordinator for the Niners and I wouldn't bash anybody on the Niners staff but all, all I'm saying was throughout that relationship it, it was it came out reported so many times through former Packers players of Aaron Rodgers just did almost whatever he wanted. Now, I'm not I'm just saying on the offensive end McCarthy could have led the defensive end. I, I'm I don't know anything about that. All I'm saying is that there were so many reports came out. All right,
2: well, of, I wanted I want to I want to ask you how many times did Peyton Manning the play come in and Peyton Manning changed the play? How, how many times? How many times? I, I, you, no. Too many because you can't count. Well, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers did the same thing because he's that that same type of quarterback. So why why is it that oh now guess what you know reports coming out that you should jump off a bridge? Are you going to go jump off a bridge? <laughs> well, no, no. Well, well what, what? that's what they're reporting in Green Bay. ICB that ICB should go jump off a bridge. That's what they're reporting. Should we believe it? Should we believe it?
3: Coach, here's the difference.
2: Are you actually in the meeting room? Are you in the quarterback room? You're not. Neither am I. But But I'm telling you, the coach has more to do with it than what you'd like to think they do.
3: Coach, all I'm saying is that there was a difference between when that happened. When in Green Bay, when the reports were coming out from former players, what they would say was there was a lot of tension throughout the whole time of that happening. I've never heard a single report of when Peyton Manning was quarterback of receivers saying, oh, there was a lot of tension. Peyton wouldn't call the play that was brought in. Well, Peyton would do audibles. There was a little bit of a difference is what I'm trying to say. Like quarterbacks are always going to change up the plays. Yeah, that's fine. But when people are reporting that they they felt tension between the quarterback and the coach, that's a different story. That's what I'm talking about right now. I, I'm not saying McCarthy. I'm not saying McCarthy was completely god awful. I'm just saying Rogers had so much. Uh, he had a moxie about himself of like I don't really need to, need to care about that. I'm going to do it my own way. Right,
2: and who is the quarter- Wait a second. Who is the quarterback before that? Who Who is the quarterback before that? Brett Favre. Okay, and what did Brent Favre pretty much do? Well, he okay, did- it's just like it's just like a kid. They they're mocking. He's just mocking what he saw. He was in the room. He saw Brent Favre do those things, so he did those things. It's the same thing. It's not. It's no big deal. Look, there's no issues now. There's no issues now in Green Bay. They're they're the three seed. They're the three seed. They're they're gonna they're gonna probably win the uh, NFC North. I mean. I, 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 you're you're giving you're giving too much credit to some reporters uh, because they're they're writing a story. You're you giving way too much credit to that and not enough credit to no. to actually being in the room and and you know what goes on in for for a football team to function. No, I mean, what's the sense of having a head coach then?
3: No, I'm just saying with, with, with that aspect in general If that was the real tension. I never heard anything else. And if I wanted to really go on to full reports, then I'd be talking about how it's reported that Mike McCarthy used to take, get massages in his office instead of go out to the meetings. I, I'm not, I'm not going to go off that because I don't believe that's true. All I'm saying was that okay. I, maybe if there was tension between Rogers and McCarthy, if the Jets bought into it, because you know they'll buy into almost anything that's said, that could have been the reason why they went with right. Adam Gase. That's all I've been trying to go for, and I think you can agree with that as well, as well, we know how incompetent they are.
2: There, there's a lot. Yeah, but there's a lot of crap down in Florida that, that uh, about Adam Gase. I mean, he told the owner flat out he didn't know anything about football. He should just shut up and let him coach the team. I mean but but yet the only reason why he got the job with the Jets is because Peyton Manning called the owner and said give him the job yeah. and, and the owner is star is starstruck by Peyton Manning that, that's exactly what that is
0: okay? yeah
3: and we got one comment saying that I'm now considered a flip-flopper and I, I don't think I've ever changed my beliefs on anything I, uh, have you coach uh, have I changed my beliefs on whatever I'm going for I at least stick to what I'm saying right like as uh, much yeah, as you want to disagree much, yeah, with it, yeah. all right, yeah, we just had a comment about that. Say I'm a flip flopper uh, based on me saying Luca Doncic is slow, which he is. He's one ankle injury away from playing being a Zach Randolph at point guard. There's no, uh, he's great with the numbers. He's great. I'm not, I'm giving him that. He's been he's been an amazing player. I, I just at least wanted to address that. Of I don't change my beliefs. I'm not a flip flopper. Uh, if, if you want to call into the show, please go ahead and I'd like to hear what you got to say. It's 302 491 6484. I'd love for you to call in, Chris. I, I would love to hear what you got to say, buddy. Because <laughs> you're messing with the wrong intern All right, here. There you go. You're messing with the wrong intern.
2: All right. There you go. Remember, Coach Model, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just type it in, be part of the show. Um, and of course, you can always call in and, uh, you know, Get on ICB's nerves. That's that's always well, a good thing. I'm
3: just saying so, uh, that you can talk all you want on Facebook Live, but if you're going to say it, then at least back it up and call in the show. I'd I'd love to hear what you got to say. I, I need to hear the examples of, and I'll tell you exactly what I've said from the get go of being on this show.
2: I, you don't have to, ICB. We have the tapes, man. We have, oh, I know. Everything's all everything's taped. So, I know. You know, you're I, good. I, I'm a credible person. You're I, good. Yeah. Yes. So, but, uh, uh, you know, and, and to get back to, getting back to that. You know, Mike McCarthy is going to have a job somewhere if it's not in uh, uh, Atlanta or Jacksonville. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't know that I'd want to go to the Jets or the Giants right now if, if I'm Mike McCarthy. I, I'd be a little picky I, I, because both those organizations are in disarray. So, uh so we'll see, and I have to mention this too, uh, walking around the city, a lot of, lot of Green Bay Packers gear, people walking around. There's a lot of Green Bay Packer fans in town today. Uh, so yeah, They travel far,
3: no matter what. I think it's their excuse to get out of Green Bay. I don't know where the money's coming in, but... Also, there's a lot of people who joined that Aaron Rodgers bandwagon. I, I've seen it personally as, uh, as a 49er fan. A lot of fans like to jump off after 2014 of saying, "Oh no, I've been a Packers fan my whole life." It's like, sure. Uh, so when uh, the Niners kicked that game-winning field goal in the 2013 Wild Card against the Packers, you weren't celebrating that wearing your Frank Gore jersey? Huh? Seems a little funny. <laughs> But they but they got a revolving fan base, and that's going to be a fun game. How are you feeling about that as a Giants fan? Do you think there's any chance after that Packers loss?
2: for what? What do you mean any chance? Any, any chance, chance or- of a
3: possible win?
2: No, there's not. It's it's there. It's not the uh, the Giants don't have a chance. I mean. They'll be able to. They'll probably score some points, uh, but again, their defense can't stop anybody right now, as that's been the theme all year. Uh, but uh, and again, the Giants seem to have lost their running game. I mean, you have arguably one of the best backs in the league, and all and he's he's digressed. You know, he's going backwards. So, uh, if it's the injury, then sit down. If if not, then you know where 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 is this dynamic player? Where where did he go? Yeah, yeah, I definitely have to agree with that. You know, right now I'm going to start calling him Blair Thomas or uh, Kajana Carter. Kajana Carter. I I mean, name name me name me another running back from Penn State that's had a good season. You know, uh, guys, you got anybody? Kurt Warner. Yeah, Kurt, besides Kurt Warner, that's what I was going to say. Besides Kurt Warner, who, who are you going to say out of Penn State that, that's ever had success? Uh, I, hmm. Coach,
3: if, um, I, I'm not a big college football watcher, just to begin with, but still I agree with you. I don't know anybody. I Even when Penn State was a powerhouse, I don't remember any running backs coming out being a huge success. Maybe, maybe there was yeah. somebody that was a little overhyped, but other than that, I, I, they never uh, had a foot in the NFL.
2: So I, I'm just saying that's that's what uh what it is. Uh it's my opinion until he can turn it around and I understand. But you know, I, I felt like the offensive line was a little bit better this year than it was last year. Uh and and he's gone backwards. But uh, you know, we'll have to uh we'll have to wait and see tomorrow.
3: Yeah and Let's let's not. You know, it's
2: supposed to. It might snow tomorrow. There's some snow in the forecast tomorrow. Oh, you're
3: so. you're one lucky man. As a, as a California kid, I've still never seen snow fall before, so I'm still waiting for it. Uh, as weird as it sounds, I was an hour away from Lake Tahoe, but there's a difference between seven thousand feet and uh, seven thousand feet up in elevation versus 161 in Sacramento. So I'm waiting for that time to come around. Um. But yeah, I, I'm excited for that, Coach. I hope hope it's gonna be a win for you. i I'm, I'm rooting for you because Brett is a Vikings fan. Yeah. And I'll, he could really use uh, a, a Packers loss. <laughs> yeah, will definitely
9: <laughs> Yeah, yeah that
2: could have happened this
3: week. <laughs> All right, well you heard from Coach. Sorry about that, Brett.
9: Oh no, it's it's no problem. So, I mean maybe a miracle will happen, you never know. Um the Giants just you talk about Saquon Barkley's struggles. I think that this is just something that will take some time. I think they the Giants just need some more offensive weapons because if I was a team playing against the Giants I would Focus my attention on Saquon Barkley first, yeah, you, and then yeah, you load the wait box. a second. Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, 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 whoa! Pump, 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 the brakes! Pump the brakes here. Offensive weapons. I mean, well, we have Ingram, who obviously is on IR, but Ingram, Shepard, Slayton, who's stepped up. This rookie is ah aw- is 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 the next Deshaun Sean Jackson okay I'm telling you right now and and you know I mean Tate when he can play I mean he's not playing tomorrow he's out again but uh I mean the Giants have weapons they have a quarterback they have it's the offensive line that is the issue and uh, until they can get that fixed it's going to be it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a long road which I honestly I thought they fixed it when they got re reemers and uh, the 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 right guard and tackle uh, from from the Browns, I, I thought for sure they were well, gonna that was they were gonna fix that offensive line and be a lot better. But uh, you know we overpaid Nate Solder. Yeah, I I would believe he's gonna get cut after this season, and the Giants are gonna have to address that in the draft.
9: Well, being a Vikings fan, I can tell you uh, Remmers uh, plagued our offensive line for a couple of years, so uh, I can't speak as. To if he's going to have success in New York or not, but just speaking from my experience, it didn't go too well. Um, We paid him a lot of money and it didn't work out, so that just seems to be the history of the. Well,
2: you know, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, NFL, uh, NFL. He he rated last year as one of the highest run blocking offensive guards of the year in last year. So really. uh, Uh, that's why I felt pretty confident in in him uh, in him coming to the Giants and making making a big improvement.
3: And, and coach, one more thing about Barkley, uh, if, I, I want to at least throw an example, and maybe this could be a similar route. Let's remember when Todd Gurley came to St. Louis. His rookie year was outstanding. I'm not saying he was drafted same level as Barkley, but his second year he regressed heavily to the point where a lot of people questioned how good of a quarter uh, as a running back he really was. Because he's supposed to be known as a physical guy, but he wasn't getting through the gaps. They blamed the offensive line for just not being strong enough to hold him. But then his third year came around, and it, everything changed for him. And Maybe Saquon is just having a sophomore slump right now. And let's wait for the junior year to come through. That I'm trying to be optimistic as a second pick in the draft, who was completely hyped I to be It
2: better be yeah, he, and you know it's 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 you know either uh, you know you're talk to talk and it's time to walk the walk, otherwise otherwise hit the bricks, man. I mean, you know. Yeah. Now uh, I'm just gonna throw- another 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 th- another reason why Dave Gettleman needs to move on. Yeah, he, I'm, he's I'm just- another one. Giants need to fire GM.
3: All right, as we got 1 minute left, I'm just going to throw it around to everybody. Uh we like to we like to do a final score, just a prediction. Coach, do you have a prediction of the score? No. <laughs> okay, N.A. All right, Calvin. 31
8: to 17 Packers. Brett? Yeah, I'm going to go uh
3: 35-17 Packers. Now, I'm going to go 28-21 Packers, but I think the Giants are actually going to keep this game close throughout the, the majority of the game. Just based on, I think Daniel Jones is going to look a lot better in the first half. Green Bay's defense is still recovering from that awful game against the 49ers. Their defense wasn't awful, but still when you end up allowing 38 points, it it, it may be a little bit of a rough start for them to wake up, especially in the snow. I know they're used to it, but the New York media, you never know what happens. I'm trying to remain optimistic about it. As the music is starting to come in, uh, in a little bit, we're actually going to be joined soon by Nevada Nick. He's going to give us our picks. Maybe he's got this game on tap for us. You don't know. I, I, I don't know it. We, we don't
2: know, but I'm sure he's got some big games. I know. I know he's been uh, he's been eyeing the Ohio State Michigan game. So uh, we'll get to that when we get back. Uh, so we'll be right back.
7: This is Sea Talk, ocean news from the University of Delaware. Delaware's low-lying elevation makes the state especially vulnerable to flooding from storms and sea level rise, particularly since no part of the state is more than eight miles from tidal waters. To address these challenges, Delaware Sea Grant and partners from around the state created the Resilient and Sustainable Communities League, also known as RASCAL, a collaborative network that provides technical expertise to Delaware communities in order to increase their ability to adapt, mitigate, and respond to environmental changes, including climate change. The third annual Rascal Summit will be held this month. Learn more at decgrant.org slash coastal hyphen hazards. This is Sea Talk, a public service announcement from the University of Delaware, the Delaware Sea Grant College Program, and this station. If you're living with diabetes
10: and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Not only can a CGM immediately reduce pain, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And if you have Medicare, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. We'll also provide free shipping of your new CGM and we'll bill your insurance company for you. If you are testing your blood sugar four more times per day and injecting insulin three or more times per day or using an insulin pump, call now and learn how to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost.
0: about health insurance. You don't think about how much you need it until you need it. He's not going to be okay. That's why I love Health Markets, your insurance marketplace. They guarantee you won't find a lower price anywhere for the plans they offer. They search thousands of plans from over 200 leading companies, both on the exchange and off, to find the plan that saves you money. You may even qualify for free health insurance with no monthly premiums. One call to Health Markets and they do it all. Evaluate your needs, offer objective solutions, and even handle the enrollment process for you. You can enroll today, but you must act now. Having helped enroll people in millions, millions of policies with an A-plus customer satisfaction rating, you can trust Health Markets. They even have new alternative options most don't even know about that can save you thousands. Health
7: Markets. Call 844-559-8579. That's 844-559-8579.
1: Hey everybody, Jim Weller here and I'd like to talk to you about utility trailers. New ones, used ones, open and enclosed, landscape trailers, car trailers. Equipment trailers, dump trailers, tow dollies, aluminum trailers, vendor trailers. If you need a utility trailer, we need to talk. We offer easy financing. We take in trades. We've been in business now for like 44 years, and we'd like the opportunity to earn your business. So shop around, but when you're ready to lay the cash on the table, come see me, Jim Weller, at Wellers in Bridgeville. I look forward to seeing you.
7: This is Talk. Ocean news from the University of Delaware. Delaware's low-lying elevation makes the state especially vulnerable to flooding from storms and sea level rise, particularly since no part of the state is more than eight miles from tidal waters. To address these challenges, Delaware Sea Grant and partners from around the state created the Resilient and Sustainable Communities League, also known as RASCAL a collaborative network that provides technical expertise to Delaware communities in order to increase their ability to adapt, mitigate, and respond to environmental changes, including climate change. The third annual Rascal Summit will be held this month. Learn more at decgrant.org slash coastal hyphen hazards. This is Sea Talk, a public service announcement from the University of Delaware, the Delaware Sea Grant College Program, and this station.
2: Back. Hour number two in the huddle with me, Coach Muddle, live from New York and in studio, ICB and his uh, buddies the hanging Three out. Bro
3: Sports Podcast. Uh,
2: there you go. Got your plug. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, just type in Coach Muddle, be part of the show. Uh, give him the number ICB.
3: 302 491 6484.
2: There you go. Call in. Be part of the show. Um, so, Nevada Nick joining us here shortly uh, with his picks. Uh, that, that's the segue again. I keep segueing it into you to hit the button.
3: It's not going. Cool. Hold on a sec, Coach. Hold on. No, I got it this time. Now, Coach, th- throw it in again. We're going to start over.
5: All right. We got Nick's picks coming up. It's Nevada Nick.: I should have broke your thumb. And if you don't want Gazo breaking your thumbs, then listen to Nick's picks exclusively in the huddle with Coach Model. There. There you go. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Well, I had to forget. Anyway, I, we'll, I, we'll get you. We'll get you there. We'll no. get you there. We're, we're getting a little bit better each week. I, I,
3: lear- I learned the automation music stays on, so I ha- have to remember to shut off the automation music as well, because I don't want to turn it on and you hear Nevada Nick in the music as well. So it's just, it's just now the timing of it all. It's just one more step added
2: on, Coach. I promise. It, it, we're getting there. Right, listen, listen. You don't have to explain it. Just do it. Yep. Okay? that that's, your, that's your audio is, is still on, so I'm you know, doing it. Like 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 Bill Belichick. Do your job. Just do your job. And that's create it. system quarterbacks. Yeah. Yep. He's doing his job. Yep. Hey, you know, six, six out of nine in Super Bowls, I mean – Tell me, tell me, somebody else has been to nine Super Bowls. What other quarterback's been to nine Super Bowls? I'm just saying, what other system quarterback has been to nine Super Bowls? I, 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 I name one. I, I mean, you can go all the way back to the beginning of time. I don't care. I, how many? Just tell me. Coach, I'm not. I'm not a football right. historian. Exactly. There you go. That that's 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 all. That's all you have to say is none, zero, zero. So. Okay, he went to nine Super Bowls. He won six Super Bowls.
3: Six. And out of those nine times, how many times did the Patriots come in with a top ten defense in the NFL? Coach, how many?
2: Doesn't matter. Nine. We're not. But you're. But but you are now changing it. You're no, changing it. No, I'm not. Because to, no, yes, you are. Because there you go. Chris is right. You are flip flopping because you can't. <laughs> you can't. Your argument of system quarterback keeps changing. To defense. We're not talking about defense. We're only talking about offensively. Offensive side of the ball. Because I guarantee you, if you look at every single Super Bowl winning team, their defense is probably top five. Okay? okay? So, so it doesn't matter.
3: Now, now let me throw numbers at so you. So what? Let I don't me th- know
2: what. Right, you want to hear uh, numbers? All, ahead, all
3: right. For, his, his career pa- uh, yards per, per attempt are 7.4. And his and that is 32nd best in all of uh, all of quarterbacks throughout the, uh, the NFL. And his yards per completion okay. is 11.4, which is 136th of all time. So you're going to tell me that those are okay. the greatest of all time numbers when Joe Flacco is putting up almost the exact same numbers, the exact same.
2: Uh, we, wait a second, we're not. We're but not. I'm, ta- I'm I, now throwing, I never said. Now those are We're talking about wins. We're talking about wins. We're talking about wins, wins, and now you're changing. Team now wins. you're going, see, you're going back around. We're going back around to all these other skewed things, okay, that are, yeah, keep, keep hand-gesturing your buddies over there no, I'm- to say, hey, can you help me out here, please? No, Can you I'm- help me out and tell me that Tom <laughs> Brady's a system quarterback? Cause, cause he really is a system quarterback, man. I'm telling you. Just because they had a top ten defense, yeah, that makes him a system quarterback. Oh, okay. Name, name, and he's playing with a bunch of misfits. Tell me, tell me. When, when besides take take Michelle out of the deal. When was the last time Tom Brady had a real running back uh, and a legit? running back to carry the load oh yeah that's right i, I yeah uh, right coach all i'm saying again, again and and besides randy when when randy moss was on the team tell me when he had a legit receiver on, on his on his team
3: antonio brown it, it was one game okay. but still he had one well,
2: wait. Wait.
3: who calvin Troy Brown. Troy
2: Brown. Yeah. yeah, Troy Brown couldn't play for another team. I'm talking about legitimacy, a legit quarterback. I mean, re- receiver, I'm sorry. But tell me, a, le- a legit receiver besides Randy Moss. Uh, I mean, uh, a perennial Hall of Fame receiver because now you go back, Joe Montana, now, now, hold on, hold on, Hall on, okay. of Fame receivers to throw to. Terry Bradshaw, Hall of Fame receivers to
5: throw to. Now,
3: now so, hold on, Coach. So go Coach. down the list. Coach, we, we can get into the argument all we want, but we actually got to call her on air right now. Yeah,
5: right, turn ICB's mic off. It's uh, Nevada <laughs> Nick here. I don't want to let them talk about freaking the system quarterback anymore.
2: You're in the huddle. Who's this? <laughs> it's
5: Nevada Nick. It's Nevada Nick, Coach.
2: What are you? Can you hear me? Hey, uh, Nevada Nick. I'm sorry. I can't really hear you. You know I'm in New York, that's why. (laughs) How you doing, buddy?
10: Doing well,
5: doing well, coach. So ICP you're on the quarterback gig again?
2: (laughs) Yes, he is.
5: Shout out to Chris on Facebook. He's right about you being a (laughs) flip-flopper. Thank you. Hey, a flip-flopper would be somebody
3: who changes their beliefs on it. I still have said the same thing, that he is a system quarterback, and I haven't changed my beliefs on
5: it. Yeah, but you said Ryan Tannehill could do what he did, and then about two weeks later you said Ryan Tannehill sucked. So that's (laughs) flip-flopping. That's what you call it. Oh, Uh, there you go. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I I'll, I'll admit, I used that, I used uh, him as an example very loosely. I, I meant it as an average quarterback as it. So I, Tannehill was used I as L- an example. L- L- <laughs> that, look, he's
2: backpedaling now. He's no, 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 I, I agree. Yeah, he's over there. No, I agree on, on that Carter. part.
3: I agree on that part. I agree on that. I agree. Uh, I, 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 I used Tannehill a little too loosely on that, but it, I decided to do the complete numbers. And if Nevada Nick, you were listening. Mm. Joe, Joe Flacco actually has the same exact numbers of yards per completion and yards per attempt. Now
5: I don't care about numbers. Tom Brady's the best quarterback ever. <laughs> but I'm just I mean, giving you right. football games six, six and nine. Six I'm just, I'm nine. just giving that's
2: you the, the numbers. Only numbers I need.
5: That's a, that's, and, and, you know what I, I would matters. agree with. ICB early on, they were defense heavy, uh, probably, but still with the first Super Bowl. But ultimately, that's why they didn't go back to Drew Bledsoe because Tom Brady. Did what he had to do, didn't make turnovers, and won that first Super Bowl. And then, you know, the second and third, I mean, he was still a big part of it because I know the, the third, they beat the Eagles. That was the uh, the first time they played. Um, I mean, yeah, Brady's great. Brady. I mean, he, he, don't get me wrong, yeah, they had good defenses. But um, I would actually say the 08 one where they lost to the Giants, the defense wasn't good enough. Um, I think their offense was so explosive, but the Giants. Kind of found a way to slow him down, so and and put pressure on Brady and, and was what kind of slowed down the Patriots.
3: Yeah, and, and look, I, I I've said this from the get go. Tom Brady is a good quarterback. He he goes out there and does his job. Good. He does his job. I don't think he's great. I don't think he's the greatest of all time at quarterback. I just don't. Six now, nine. Now, Six co- Coach, for nine. if you want to bring up the rings, let's bring up Marv Fleming. He has four Super Bowl rings as a tight end, and he was a backup throughout most of his time. Are we going to now call- tight end. What we talking? Oh, no, we're talking no, hold on, hold on, hold on. hold yes, on. We were talking about tight ends, not Hold on, hold on. If you're going to bring up the argument of rings, he has oh four. Gosh. So is he now considered the greatest tight end of all time? If that's
5: the argument you guys are wanting yeah, to make but, right now. Brady... Had played in nine Super Bowls. Nobody's even close to that. He won six and one play in each nine. of them from winning them, from being 9 and 0. I mean, that's, and I, I'm, I'm not, not saying but he hasn't definitely having Belichick as a coach helped, no doubt. But do you think having Bill Walsh as a coach helped Joe Montana? Of course. you think having Bill Parcells as a coach for Phil Sims helped? Of course. Wait, wait. wait. Um, Nevada just, Nick, yeah, hold on. Just, hold I on. Mean, it's just how it goes.
2: Nevada One Nick, goes hold on. In hand with the other. Hold on, Nevada Nick, because earlier ICB said that Aaron Rodgers won the Super Bowl. He didn't need Mike McCarthy to win the Super Bowl.
5: Yeah, well, Mike McCarthy's a he good coach. Yeah. Um, I think it did sour at the end a little bit with Rodgers. You know, sometimes when you have that relationship, as long as they did, it can get tough. But, I mean, McCarthy, he, he took uh, far to an NFC championship, and no, he's a good coach. And frankly, I think that's one of the big mistakes the Browns made. If the Browns would have hired Mike McCarthy, the Browns would be playing in the playoffs this year, not where they're yep. at under Freddie Kitchens. I don't know if you agree. Coach. Well,
3: they, they should have kept Greg Williams. That, yep, that's, that's the mistake. Well, no, that
5: too. I, I agree with that, ICB, because I thought he was, you know, because what he did defensively, and then you could have kept Kitchens as an offensive coordinator. I, I agree with that too. I right.
0: Thank you. Yep.
5: <laughs> uh, now, like, if I could pull my two cents in on the Cowboys game, um, uh, like I said, I, I, they didn't come to play. I agree with you, ICB. I agree with you, Coach. But once again, Jason Garrett is just a, how he still has a coaching job. I mean, when Jerry Jones comes out Wednesday and says he's got to get it done and then that's your performance, you have to fire him. I mean, and I don't think Jerry helped by putting the pressure on them because they look very flat. And then you go, I just think you need somebody on the chopping block and you're not going to cut one of the players unless somebody who doesn't matter. I, I, I would let him go and put Chris Richard there. I mean, when Zeke had seven carries or eight carries for 56 yards in the first quarter, and then you go back to him four times after that, when they're, the Bills have the fourth best pass defense in football, they can be run on. They're the 19th best. Uh, so, not a good run to spend. 19th best in the league. And you got Zeke and the highest paid offensive line of football. You run the ball. And he just completely always gets away with that, never has balance. You know, he's got Dak throwing the ball over the field. They're horrible. They're the worst team in the NFL on third and fourth and short, which is coaching. I mean, their biggest problem, I think, is Garrett. Um, and if I was Jerry Jones, I'd have fired him uh, yesterday or Thursday, excuse me.
2: Well, let me ask you Nevada Nick. What do you think, that they have a uh, junior high kid being the offensive coordinator? Is that part of the problem as well?
5: I mean, I, yeah, uh, tell him they, is he's know, the, calling the he's calling the plays. Um, yeah, I don't know how you would rectify that. I guess you would let him continue to call the plays. But to me, I would give the job to Chris Richard at the end of the year because I think still, even at 6-6, six and six, <laughs> they're still in first place. If the Eagles win on Sunday, they're still going to be in first place. They still control their own destiny if they went out. So the season's not over. And to me, you have a problem. I don't think those players care for Jason Garrett. I think they know he's a lame duck coach. I don't know. If you see him, you know, they block punts and he's clapping, you know. And then when when the players come off and you know he's clapping, they don't shake. out. I just don't think the players care for him. They're not playing hard for him. And you know it too, coach. If the, especially if your owner, or whoever, whatever it may be, if they come out. And they criticize your coach. You want to go if you care about that coach. Play hard for him. That on Thursday, because I did.
2: Right.
6: Absolutely.
5: Absolutely. So uh, now we got we got the Ravens and the Niners. Uh, What are you you thinking about that, ICB?
3: This is a very very stressful game, and and the Packers game was going to be a stressful one as well. But there's been a, a. uh, a feeling that the Packers haven't been as legitimate as the record shows so that right. win, it, it was a big win for us but this Ravens game, I mean when we played the Cardinals both times this year Kyler Murray, he, he was lighting it up against us he, he, <clears> did a, he was doing a tremendous job so I'm scared to see what Lamar Jackson does
5: uh, Yeah, it, they've struggled against running quarterbacks they struggled against Russell Wilson too so that's one of my concerns but I would hope that uh, do you know if D. Ford's playing Sunday? Guys? No,
3: he's out, he's out, and that, yeah. that's a problem I,
5: that hurts, you know, because you want that speed defensive end with him and Bosa. I mean, don't get me wrong, they still have other players, but, you know, having a guy like d would definitely help. Um, but, you know, what they're going to obviously, I mean, you would think Shanahan's a smart coach. If I'm Shanahan, here's what I, you know, I'm going to obviously put a spy on Lamar Jackson, and then I'm going to try to keep him off the field, run the ball, you know, time of possession, Niners, you know, and Ravens, two best running teams in football. So that would kind of be my way to try to, combat, you know, much like Bill Belichick did against the Bills in 1990 with the Giants, you know, with Paul Parcells, but Belichick was the D coordinator. I think the Giants had the ball for over 40 minutes that team, Coach. Yes, they did. Yeah, yes, so I mean, that's that's. that's I mean, that's how I would, I would think Shanahan's going to try to combat Lamar Jackson because obviously so far, and especially the last two weeks, I mean, he's just looked phenomenal. I, I couldn't believe, I, you know, once again, I'm an idiot, I had the Rams on Monday night. I looked like a dope, but I looked like a dope the week before because I had the Texans and Lamar. Uh, yeah, he kind of stood me up, made me look bad. But at least I had winning weeks. That's all that matters.
3: Now, uh, Nevada <laughs> Nick, <laughs> on, on the Wednesday wrap up, me and Coach are trying to find out what the odds were that on Thanksgiving you were eating at the buffet. Now, now is that true by any chance?
5: Well, you know, it's my family. I mean, my father. <laughs> we you know, were right. When kids grow up, their thing is their father. Throwing the baseball with me, mine was my father taking me to the track. Okay, me, my brother, my father—we're all gambling degenerates. My family—that's where we have dinner. It is. We were at you know at the buffet. Me, mom, dad. Uh, unfortunately, my grandparents aren't <laughs> alive anymore. But yeah, the, the whole family came down for dinner at uh, Harris, and we, it was uh, a nice buffet <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> uh,
6: Coach, we, we need we need we to cash were in, in. We're in Bally, right on both. You
5: know, Thanksgiving football. That's you know, we're degenerates. We can't help it.
3: Coach, we need to start cashing in. <laughs> we were right on both of them.
5: There you go. Yeah, there you, you got should go. lay really those bets. You know. I don't think you would have got ten to one though. That would have been like one to ten. Uh, everybody knows a <laughs> lot of nick boys, you know.
3: Well, no, the second one was seeing if the fa- if the family would join along as well. That, that was our second bet. I think that's the well, one we had the more higher odds. If you knew my
5: on. father, you would say yes to that. You know, <laughs> my father, uh, good old Mort Needleman. That's his uh, alias. Uh, yeah, he's a big gambler himself. <laughs>
3: So Nevada Nick, what did the buffet have on Thanksgiving? What were you chowing down on?
5: Uh, you know, we had some turkey, of course, stuffing, and then you know Nevada Nick had you know he had some uh, cheesecakes. Accidentally UPS to his office to somebody else, so Nevada Nick scooped them up, took the cheesecakes uh, to the casino with him. Had some <laughs> cheesecakes and pumpkin pie. You know, all the Nevada Nick went for it all. I go all out on everything. You know what I mean? And of course, un- unfortunately, yesterday. Or on Thursday, excuse me, the Cowboys, uh, the Saints covered for me, but it's a two team teaser. Cowboys, I was shocked. I thought they'd at least, I thought six and a half points was too many, but I thought they'd at least win the game, but, uh, I was wrong. Cowboys choked, and, you know, I'm an Eagles fan, so, you know, I figured I'll pay some money to see the Cowboys lose. That's fine with me.
3: Yeah, we, we actually have some extra guests today on, uh, with us. Uh, they're a part of the podcast that I do, and one of them, Calvin, uh, he was the only one out of us three to pick the Bills, and I, I thought it was a little far-fetched. I, I thought the Bills were more overrated. I've agreed with Coach uh, throughout the year. I, I never yeah, I understood so, it.
5: I, I, said that too. I thought they were frauds, and I was wrong.
3: Yeah, but, I, I was wrong as well. Devin, Well, I knew Devin Singletary was a great player, and the defense has been mm-hmm. really underrated. I just didn't think Josh Allen was going to be competent enough. That, that was my biggest oh. thing. In the big lights on Thanksgiving, the yeah. Cowboys do it every year. They're used to it. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, and he played He played great, I'll tell you, I really think the play that turned the game was when that fourth down when he fumbled and then still got the first down. And you see all the emotion he used. If you're yeah. an offensive lineman or a defensive player, and you see your quarterback just with that kind of emotion, getting like you will, really, you want to go play for him. And Josh Allen's played really well. Sean McDermott is coaching that defense up there, a top five defense now. And then I'll tell you one thing too: what a great call after that fourth down on that Philly-Philly type play. Some people are calling it Billy-Billy. You know, uh, it was different than (laughs) Philly-Philly, but throwing that, uh, I think it was, uh, uh, who who was the receiver? I'm drawing a blank here, but he threw the ball. I think it was the Singletary in the end zone there. heck of a play call out there, a play like that. And that was a big touchdown for the uh, Bills at the end of the half there.
2: Yeah, Yeah, it was huge. It was huge, I think, and uh, to to put them up – and they just kept piling on, but I agree that was a big, huge fourth down. You fumble the football and still able to pick it up and uh, and advance it and get the first down. Uh, that that was a that for me that was, that said that, that, said that uh, Dallas had a fork in them. They were done.
5: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I, although they, and they play next Thursday again against the Bears, which um, the Bears. He just They've been kind of like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde this year. Uh, the offense actually played better on Thursday, but I'll tell you, I was surprised. You know, the defense has kind of given up a little bit. He, you know, they had an undrafted rookie quarterback playing, and the Lions scored some points on the Bears on Thursday.
2: Yeah, yeah the they Lions- did. I mean, they they came out and really didn't didn't play conservative at all. I mean, they opened it up. I mean, what was that second play from scrimmage, 78-yard 70, touchdown? I mean, yeah. you know, they didn't They didn't do, they didn't hold anything back.
5: Yeah, so the Cowboys have, it's the Bears next week on Thursday, Thursday night football at Chicago, and then they come back against the Rams at home. Um, I'm interested interested to see what happens, but I think, obviously, it's all going to come down to, I'm hoping the Eagles can get a little healthier here. It's all going to come down to that Week 16 game in Philadelphia, which uh, I will be at and can't wait for. Uh, hopefully the Eagles can get healthy and get some players back here because their defense is starting to really rally around and play good. If they get that offense to go with me, I tell you, the Eagles are going to be dangerous in the playoffs, but they got to get healthy.
2: And They've had issues all year long. Uh, it- and I think the biggest issue is uh, is jack I mean, if he doesn't... Yeah. He he is such a vital piece to that offense. It, it, it isn't even funny. I mean, you know, you saw in week... You know, what was that week one where he just took the top off the defense. Yep. <clears throat> and then... Well, he's the uh, only
5: speed they really have, Coach. You know? And now Jordan Howard right. being hurt, the bruising back, that really hurts, and... You know, not, even last week they were missing their top three receivers, and then Lane Johnson's out. I mean, it's starting to really trickle down. It's just too many injuries to overcome. So Lane Johnson's back this week. I don't know what the receiver situation is. Now Zach Ertz is questionable. So if they don't get this injury situation figured out, the Eagles are in big trouble. But if they can get healthy, I mean, <laughs> I think anybody can beat the Cowboys. I mean, although the Jets look better, when the Jets played them earlier in the year, they looked awful, and they beat the Cowboys. So, I mean, the Cowboys are 0-5 against winning teams, so I think it kind of shows you what the Cowboys are to year.
3: And now, I uh, Nick, there was an interesting stat that I saw uh, that was actually brought to me by Brett, who's in the studio as well, that uh, teams with a a bird name are now 0-12 ever since that black cat ran across uh, the Meadowlands. I'm sorry? <laughs> Yeah, it's with a cat name. Sorry, sorry. It's a teams with a cat name. So, I'm curious to see how other teams are going to be stacking up, especially in
5: those divisions. Okay, so what teams would that be? The Lions, the Panthers?
3: Uh, Lions, Panthers, mm, Jaguars, okay. and the Bengals. And,
5: and I oh, think okay, well, yeah, well, Bengals. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're probably not going to get a, little, a win from the Bengals. So. <laughs> <laughs> good old Bungles back to the you know, the way they were. They may actually have a chance this week. Well, it's, the Panthers will win this week, I would hope. They're playing the Redskins.
3: Yeah, but the Bengals are playing the <laughs> Jets, and you never know what happens. Andy Dalton's back after his birthday present of being benched got revoked. We don't know what happens with them. It could be an interesting you know, game. And
5: I'll tell you about that game, ICB. The Jets are only a three-point favorite. Now, it is in Cincinnati, but that is very curious to me. That's almost telling you, bet the Bengals. Um, uh, personally, it's not a game I'm taking because I won't bet the Bengals. I'm not going to bet a team that's 0-11. Um, but the Jets have been really impressive. I mean, they beat a good Raiders team last week. I know it was in New York, but the Raiders have been playing good football. And the Jets just, just pretty much you know beat them from start to finish. And um, the Jets have been kind of impressive the last three, four weeks. Um, but yeah, that line's weird. I wouldn't be shocked I agree with you if the Bengals actually get their first win on Sunday.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of upside for uh, the Bengals. This has to be that one week, or it's week 15 when they play the Dolphins. It's one of the two games that everybody's going to want to watch.
5: Yeah, it's the race for the number one pick, basically.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, right now the Giants have the number two pick right now, so... So Chase Young, right? So we're we're hoping to keep that. We're hoping to keep that Chase Young. Yes, we're hoping to keep it that way. So.
5: And who do you think's going to be the number one pick?
3: That's tough. I, I thought it was Tua, but he's gone. So I yeah,
5: I, I don't know now with that injury and not to be, but Tua's not a very big guy. That was fine, I, I Although think it's that was what people said about Lamar Jackson whether he's going to be able to take the beating. But now I really got to wonder if you're going to because uh, if I if I'm correct who had a very similar injury to what Bo Jackson had that ended his career. Now, obviously, with sports medicine, all the times are different now, but still, he had a fairly significant injury on that hip.
3: Yeah, he did. And, uh, Nick, we can keep going on about this forever, but we're actually getting close to getting on to our break for the next 30 minutes. And we can start going over your college picks on Saturday and the NFL picks on Sunday. But also, oh, Coach, I'll do the plug. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Coach Muddle. You can find him anywhere. 302-491-6484 is the call-in number. And we'll be right back after this.
4: Our drinking water doesn't come only from rivers, lakes, and streams. Underground aquifers are also critical, providing more than 30% of the world's freshwater supply. Did you know that vast freshwater aquifers also exist under the ocean floor? Some of this water could be used to enhance offshore oil production. In the future, these offshore reserves might also be tapped for agriculture or city supply. At the University of Delaware, researchers using numerical models have shown how exploiting these undersea aquifers could threaten the fresh water available to coastal communities because the resource offshore is connected to the resource onshore. What's more, this groundwater extraction could cause the land to sink, leading to other problems. UD research hopes to inform policy decisions about the use of this unique water resource before adverse impacts occur.
1: Jim Weller here and let's talk trailers, dump trailers, hydraulic dump trailers, big ones, little ones, different color ones, man, I got them. We take trades, we offer financing. We'd like the opportunity to sell you a dump trailer if you need one. We sell b and Brymar, the best trailers in the industry. And we've got the selection right here on Route 13 in Bridgeville. Phone number 337-8228, wellers.com on the web. Like us on Facebook, ask your friends about us, tell your friends about us, and let's make a deal on a trailer today.
0: Millions of people today have no dental insurance. If you're without insurance, do you have a plan to care for your teeth without spending a fortune? Well, we do. Introducing Dental Plans. Dental Plans offers more than 40 dental savings plans from top healthcare brands. You pay one low annual membership fee and then save money every time you go to the dentist.
4: Dental Plans pays for itself immediately.
0: With Dental Plans, you choose your dentist. You can join today and start saving at the dentist tomorrow. There's even a
10: 30-day money-back guarantee. It was very easy to find a plan that, that met our budget.
8: There's no reason to not cut your dental bills in half. You can get everything done that you need to have done, and it's still
0: affordable. So if you don't have dental insurance, you now have a plan. Dental Plans. Join today and you'll save 15% off any plan. We'll even give you one month free with this limited time exclusive TV offer. Visit dentalplans.com
7: or call 855-332-3929.
2: Yeah, she agrees with us. All right, welcome back. Welcome back in the huddle with me, Coach Muddle. Uh, Nevada Nick joining us in the studio, we got ICB pressing the buttons, supposedly, at, at certain times, and his, and his gang of friends, so, uh, uh, but uh, Nevada Nick, we are uh, always a pleasure to have you, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Coach Muddle, just type it in, be part of the show, ICB, why don't you throw the number out there?
3: it's 64 84
0: good work
1: ICP. all right Thanks. there you go
2: there you go <laughs> there you go so uh, Nevada Nick uh, um, let me ask you uh, you know a p- plethora of big uh, playoff college games today mm. uh, so what about, you know, I, I think the biggest one, I mean, obviously, Ohio State, Michigan. Right. I mean, if Michigan loses, Jim Harbaugh loses his job. And I think Alabama is the other big game because it's a must-win yeah, game. Yeah, they're at Auburn. I'm
5: going to stay away from the Alabama-Auburn game, Coach, just because now, with Tua being hurt, I, I want to see how, I mean, I obviously, I still believe in this, even and the defense. But I, I really want to see... There's a lot of talent on that offense, a lot of good receivers, but I want to see how they do with the backup quarterback. Um, you know, last week they played one of the like I don't know, or one of those horrible teams, they like a 59 point favorite, so that doesn't really count. Um, just not. I, I want to see how they do before I'm. I mean, you know, and like I said, you're only going to get one game, and then they're not going to be in the SEC championship. So I'm going to stay away from that game. But I am going to go to the Michigan Ohio State game. Uh, it's uh, Ohio State at Michigan. Uh, Michigan is getting eight and a half points. I'm going to go with Michigan today. Uh, I think Ohio State will win the game, but I think eight and a half points, too many points. Uh, Michigan actually has looked good lately. Uh, Big win over Indiana last week. Actually, I had the other side. Indiana has been impressive this year. Um, But, I mean, they went into Indiana and pretty much rough them up all game. I think... uh, michigan's going to come out i mean like i agree they might be playing for jim Harbaugh's uh coaching job um it's at home uh ohio state i mean justin fields is a heck of a quarterback Casey Young, great defender um but i just think this is going to be a close game i like ohio state by four but i think take michigan with the eight and a half points i think michigan will cover the eight and a half points at home
2: all right good stuff that's good stuff um I think, uh, I think I have to agree with you. I think the eight and a half is is a pretty big margin for uh, for this game because they it's especially it's a
5: big half. Tight. you know, uh, it's a yeah. lot in this yeah. rivalry. Um, although Ohio State has owned it as of late, um, yeah, I think it's too many points for that game. Much like I thought last week yeah. when they were laying nineteen to Penn State, and you know, Penn State probably shouldn't have covered that game, but they did. Um, Yeah, I like I I
2: like Michigan today. Now, now um, Nevada, Nick, why have you? We we're gonna see, uh, you know, let's just jump ahead. Alabama beats Auburn today. They Mm punch their ticket to the SEC championship. They'll play Georgia.
1: No, LSU is gonna play Georgia. One
2: lost. Oh, right, right. LSU, that's right. LSU plays. Uh, plays Georgia. Um, and then, so you have uh, Georgia wins that game. Now you have a, a one loss LSU, one loss Alabama, you know, and uh, a one loss Georgia team all mm-hmm. vying for that number four spot.
5: Well, I think, honestly, it would be Alabama. Well, I think both those teams may make it with one loss Georgia and LSU. And it would be Alabama on the outside looking in because Alabama Tua's is hurt now, and Alabama lost at home to LSU. So you can't put them ahead of LSU. There's no way. You know that's impossible. Right. I don't see how you could justify that when justify when LSU went to their house and beat them with Tua. So um, and two is out now. So honestly, it would be even more crazy is if Michigan somehow upsets Ohio State. Now it's going to be turmoil. (laughs) You know, Ohio State has one loss. Georgia would have one loss. You know what I mean? That's the uh, disaster scenario for the committee, obviously. Um, And I agree with you, Coach. Uh, Somebody actually, I I mean, you, Coach, somebody put up a bracket of, like, the 16 teams, what it would be, and I tell you, I always thought yeah. eighteen yes, would be good. Yes, that was me. But, man, when I saw that, it would be cool to see because you, you never know. You know, um, yeah, a team like Penn State probably – I'm a Penn State fan. Um, a team like Penn State probably wouldn't win it. But, you know, you never know in, in sports when you – just like in March Madness when you say it. it. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing it definitely go to eight teams, um, maybe 16. I mean, I think it should definitely go to eight. I just think, you know, having these teams to get one loss and season is over, I mean, it's it, tough, you know. Especially
2: the teams in the SEC and the Big Ten with their schedules. And then you got teams like Clemson who play nobody. Right. I. I yeah, I know. No, Clemson has the easiest road. I mean, they're going to face Virginia in the ACC Championship. And, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I I don't even. anybody even going to watch that game? That's uh, the way no, I look at I don't it. Think so. I don't and if you be... look at
5: Clemson, they almost lost to a. North Carolina team it's mediocre at best. Um, yeah, so I mean, put them in because they're the defending national champion and they haven't lost a game. So you have to put them in. But to me, it's just unfair. You look at a team like Penn State. If you put Penn State in ACC, do you think they go undefeated? I do. So then they'd be in the playoff. It's I don't know. It's I know it's you know you're comparing apples and oranges, but to me, it's just. It's not. It's not. It's not a fair way of uh, you know just figuring things out. Like I understand every year is different, and you know some years conferences are better than others. And a couple years ago, the ACC was good when Jimbo Fisher was at Florida State and Petrino was at Louisville, and you had Lamar Jackson, and then Clemson was really right. good. But you know, right now they're not. And to me, there's a huge advantage to Clemson basically being able to coast to the playoff.
2: Right, right. I, I I have to agree with you. I have to agree. So, uh, you know, it's it's interesting to see how it all plays out today. I mean, we have it with, with these big games, and uh, you know, now let's let's jump over to Sunday. Let's stay. Let's let's. What do what do you like? Uh, what are the games you who you like on Sunday?
5: All right, on Sunday, here we go. I'm going to start off first game. Uh, Cardinals are at home against the Rams. They are getting three points. I like the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are going to win the game outright. I think the Rams are in disarray. Um, another bad loss on Monday night. Uh, Boy Genius uh, Sean McVay all of a sudden doesn't look like Boy Genius. Uh, Derek Goff, who you know, everybody was in love with last year, all of a sudden isn't that good. Uh, the offensive line is struggling. Um, their defense has been playing well until last week. Um, you saw how much trouble they had with Lamar Jackson. Uh, and the Cardinals have been sneaky good this year. I know the record doesn't show it, but ICB mentioned earlier, they played the Niners, very tough both games. Um, should have had two covers if that moron wouldn't throw the ball backward. Um, yeah, so I'm going to take the Cardinals in my first team, plus three. I think they went out right against the Rams. My second game, I'm going to Kansas City. Kansas City is at home playing the Raiders. They're laying ten and a half points. I think that's way too many points to give the Raiders. The Chiefs' defense is in disarray. Uh, Offense has been good, but not what they were last year. Uh, Mahomes, you know, a little banged up since that knee dislocation. I think the Chiefs win at home, but I think the Raiders cover the ten and a half points. Uh, They'll run the ball, try to keep Mahomes off the field as uh, you know as much as they can, and I think they will score on that chiefs defense. I think the Raiders will cover the ten and a half and then in my last game, I'm going to be the game of the week, maybe probably the game of the year uh rematch of the Super Bowl a few years ago uh ers Ravens in Baltimore. The Ravens are laying six and a half points. I think that's too many points um I think the Niners cover, uh, if it's six and a half, five and a half a point, get a, get seven, take the touchdown, uh, I think then the Ravens win, but the 49ers cover. So take the Ravens. All right, the what do you think of that, I see,
3: ICB? Uh, I, I, I can agree with that. I it, it's going to be a, a low or it's going to be a high scoring game, and it's going to be close down to the wire. It, it, it can really go either way. It's just going to be how that forty nine er defense shows
5: up. You, you, Actually, I see, but I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I mean, not. I think I see like a twenty seventeen or you know, somewhere in there, or 24-21. I don't think it's going to be very high scoring, just because these the, the way these two offenses play, which is very you know run the ball, play action pass. And then, but when you look, you got two of the best defenses in the league. Uh, the Ravens, their defense was, wasn't as good earlier in the year, but the addition of Marcus Peters, I think, is really he's playing like he did in Kansas City, the turnover machine with Brandon Carr and Earl Thomas in that secondary. And then the Niners, they've had the best defense all year. Um, Richard Sherman playing great in the secondary. Uh, Joe, you know, on the was with Joey Bosa, excuse me, Nick Bosa. You know, possibly defensive player of the year right now. Um, I just think it's going to be a defensive running game. You know, just a battle. So it's going to be whoever runs the ball better and stops the run, you know, who's going to win the game. And like I said, I like the Ravens win at home. I think it's going to be a close one.
3: Yeah, it's funny how you said uh, Nick Bosa about Rookie of the Year. Uh, since I'm from California, I have to deal with a plethora of Raider fans, and many of them have tried to make the argument to me that Max Crosby, the defensive end on the Raiders, is more deserving of rookie of a defensive rookie of the year over Nick Bosa. Now, is that fact or fiction you Nevada about Nick? Because I, I think it's completely uh, that, bogus. That's fiction.
5: Now, he has been good. Yes, but he's, not on he's Bosa's been level. Good. Um, but he has not played at the level of Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, like I said, I didn't say rookie player of the year. I said defensive player of the year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that means, for you know, it not just you need to be a rookie. for all defensive players. He's been incredibly impressive. Uh, Crosby looks like a good talent who's going to develop into a Pro Bowl defensive end. But, um, no, I would not put him on the level of Nick Bosa yet. I mean, Nick Bosa basically walked on the field. And playing at a pro, all pro level, I mean that's oppressive when you're that young. Much like his brother did in San Diego. Oh, excuse me, Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah,
3: I, I agree with you. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't uh, going crazy. I, I know. No, I, you're not going
6: crazy. I, I know straight. I have a few you're things. On some out. of your other takes, but not that one. <laughs>
3: It's a fifty-fifty on my takes, Nevada Nick. We, we we either fully agree with each other or it, it's a difference. But at least, we we'll, we can all respect each other's uh, takes on it. I, I'm not going out there with some outlandish thing without actually trying to back it up with some sort of information for it.
5: I'm just worried next week. Now he's going to say uh, Crosby's the best defensive end in football with the flip flopper here, right, Coach?
3: Nah, I don't. Fl-
2: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> there you go.
3: I don't, yeah. don't flip flop on that <laughs> stuff. That no,
5: I'm that. joking, I I just like to, you know, break chops a little bit. That's uh-huh, all.
3: Yeah, I, I know what you're doing, Nevada Nick. I know what you're doing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but Alright, so so good stuff there Nevada, Nick um, Really good uh, What do you think uh, the Giants Pull up in a giant upset tomorrow?
5: Against uh, Green Bay? That line Six and a half I think the Packers are going to win the game uh, I wouldn't be stunned, honestly If the Giants win I think the Giants are going to cover the spread The lines, like I said, six and a half Which seems low to me you you think the Packers coming off the bad loss to the Niners, you know, and this is a must-win game? I mean, you're you got the Vikings breathing down your neck. You know, you're going to have to end the year with division games against the Vikings, Bears, Lions, or at least playing scrappy. You know, they, they're playing a lot of close games, so they're not. A, it's not a given. A, uh, like I believe one of the uh, ICB's friends said, you know, division games. You just never know. You know, the teams know each other well. They're rivalries. They've been playing for years. The coaching staffs know each other. So you never know what division games. And, you know, I, I, it's going to be a tough Like I said, I think the Giants have a chance. Uh, I like definitely like the Giants with the points. But um, we'll see, Coach. Like You'll be there. So I'm wondering if you're going to mush the Giants.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I take my daughter, so she kind of cancels that out. Yeah.
5: So, now, coach, are we going to you on the sidelines returning to your old team, or are you going to, you know, throw your coaching? Uh, like when you, like I said, you intern with the Giants. You going to go on the sidelines? You going to sit with you
2: You know, I, I don't think so. I, I think you know. It's funny, you know. I always say this. I do not use the rearview mirror in my car because I don't like watching all the bridges that I burn driving down the road. So, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, probably not. I will be just a spectator. I'll be I'll be up with some fan, up in the fans uh up in up in the big 300s. So I'll be up there. You can check me
5: out. Yeah, one of those bridges into the uh, high school, right coach? Like so, the coaches you upset a couple weeks ago. <laughs> 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 well, you yeah, know, the
1: yeah, they're still little, little heated. St- so.
2: Yes, they're still a little heated, but you know what I say, man, when when you're in this business, the coaching business, uh, the radio TV business, you have to have some thick skin. And if you, you let stuff like that bother you, then, you know, this isn't a career for you. And and uh, I say that to a- anybody who's, you know, out there trying to be a coach or, or a radio host or, or anything. You know, you gotta got to have some thick skin, man, because otherwise it's not, uh, uh, it's not for you. And if you don't
5: like it, you can always just, you know, turn the station dial or whatever you want to call it.
2: There you go. If you don't like it, there's the door to let you in and the, the backside on the way out.
5: You, Wilder, there, so, uh. yeah,
2: you saved yourself. <laughs> yeah, I caught it. I caught it. Don't worry. I did. So, All right, Nevada, Nick, always good stuff, as always, from you. Uh, another, another big weekend. Hopefully, you uh, get back on track uh, from Thursday. And uh, we'll catch you on the wrap up on Wednesday, and I'll actually be live in studio on Thursday. On um, Wednesday, I'm sorry. Wednesday,
5: the Wednesday so, wrap up uh, on Thursday. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's how we're running That's things around here. I'll uh,
5: talk to you Wednesday.
2: All right. Take care. Take care. See you, in Nick. All right. ICB, your your buddies. Uh, Thanks for uh coming in today, hanging out, keeping I C B company. Thanks for having I us. I appreciate yeah. it. It's been it's been uh, a little lonely you know, out there when you're gone there, Coach. It's been been you know, a little
3: weird
2: out here uh, by myself. You know, and now I gotta uh get ready to head down to uh down the road to the Meadowlands and uh get ready for some hockey, man. Devil's Rangers, big time.
3: Yeah, and when Nevada and Nick was talking, the reason why I couldn't turn on uh, the guys' mics is because uh, with the stereo right behind Calvin, it would it would have a, a loud noise going on. And Cal- and Calvin, uh, the Ra- uh, the Cardinals were brought up as a team that's gonna beat the Rams. How are you feeling about that? I want to at least get your opinion for
8: it. I mean, I feel good about it. It's I think it'll be a close game regardless, but it, it's like Nevada Nick said, the Rams have been struggling. They haven't looked like what they used to so I feel like at this point if the Cardinals are going to win some games get some confidence this is definitely a good one to look at for it
3: yeah especially as a division matchup uh, just trying to see where you guys are going to be uh, <laughs> it, it, it's a game that kind of shows where Kyler Murray's at as well this is a, a game you should be winning and you, you just want to see what your young quarterback is made up for and Brett I, I know you're a Vikings fan we didn't really get to go over it who are they playing this week
9: uh, the Vikings actually play the Seahawks this week. In Russell, oh, so.
3: mm-hmm. I'm surprised if I didn't go over that game because that is a huge one with playoff implications. So, oh, h- yeah. how are you feeling about that one? It- um,
9: it is in Seattle and it's against a good team like Seahawks. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't go in Minnesota's favor. But they've been playing well. I mean, I please can't. win, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, I mean the defense has played well, but we'll it, see. It. They haven't had a good streak. Her Cousins
3: can't beat
2: Seattle. a real quarterback.
3: Yeah, that's been a problem. It, I mean, <laughs> th- th- I guess Dak Prescott doesn't count, Coach, or, no, well, or does he? Kind of.
2: No. No, he doesn't.
3: All right. Well, l- l- no. let's hope that Dalvin Cook can just carry it all off instead uh, of Kirk Cousins having to do any of the work. We c- we can at all least right. try to remain optimistic We're, for well, that.
2: Well, we'll see. Yeah. All we right. right. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that, so... And uh, so it should, it should be good. I'll be at the game on Sunday, Giants-Packers, uh, as I finish wind up my uh, trifecta of sporting events this weekend. So, uh,
3: you need to get one win out there, Coach. You need one.
2: You know, I don't think, I I, I, looked, I looked at it as, you know, it's probably going to be an, an offer, but it, it's all about the experience. So, uh, you know, having fun, spending time with my daughter, getting her the experience of going to the garden, uh, sitting up in the blues. Uh, you know, uh, oh, I should have grabbed it. Uh, they gave out some shirts sitting in the blues uh, last night. Um, and actually, my daughter caught a shirt. Uh, wow. They had these big giant cannons that shot all the way up into the back. Oh, yeah. It was uh, pretty wild. They they blow up they roll out these big giant cannons that were shooting like ten shirts a second, man. Bam, 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 bam. It was pretty it was pretty wild how they did that. But uh now, now know,
3: so she got a Nick shirt. Now on Wednesday you were talking about how since you're sitting so far up there, you gotta change out a couple light bulbs to get your seat. How was it having to change the light bulbs at Master Square Garden?
2: Uh, it was actually it' was pretty cool I got some I got a picture of it uh, I posted it up so you can uh, so everyone can see it uh, so check it out Facebook Instagram Twitter all that stuff so uh, but yeah you know I got to change some light bulbs man coach we cool. got to
3: get you on the snapchat yeah. as well you, you need to be on all
2: platforms yeah uh, yeah you know you'll have to coach me up I'm not I'm not really uh, into that that one yet I don't, I don't know how that works so
3: all um, right all right, I'll, I'll definitely help you out on that one, the intern duties. Yeah,
2: yeah, yep, yeah, you know, so, so we'll see. All right, well, I tell you what, I am going to step aside because I've got to get down the road for a game. I'm going to let you three finish up the last uh, few minutes of the show. And, All right, you got uh, it, Coach. Do, do your shenanigans, uh, so – uh just remember, Coach Muddle, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, just uh, be part of the show. Uh, appreciate everybody tuning in today, and um, we'll catch you in on Wednesday. All uh, right, Coach.
3: Take it easy. Ho- hope we right. can get a win for you. Ho- hope one of the teams can yeah. pull one off for you.
2: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. All right, Coach. See you have later, a good guys. one.
3: Thanks,
2: Coach. Yeah. Thanks, Coach.
3: All right, and that's been a it's been a, a quite interesting show. The intern gets bashed once again just because it's the intern duties. But, guys, how was your first time on TV Marva? How, how do you guys feel after? I'm sorry you didn't get all the talk time you wanted, but you got to at least get the experience of it.
9: No, it was interesting, and it was nice to have this little TV right here to see your bright, shiny face in the morning. So, <laughs> and, yeah, and see yeah,
3: your cool. glowing, shining face as well, Brett, and Calvin as well. I never would forget you either, buddy. But you can always <laughs> tune in to us. I, as every Wednesday and Saturday, you have the uh, the Wednesday wrap-up and the show from 9 to 11 and 6 to 7 on Wednesdays. But also on Thursdays, if you if you still need that sports fix, us three, we're the host of our own podcast. It's called 3 Bro Sports. You find it uh Apple, Google, Spotify, any platforming website. It's going to be on there except SoundCloud. We're coming up with it. But... The music is starting to cue in a little bit. Guys, is there any last things you would like to say before we uh, end it off?
9: Christian Ponder is the GOAT.
8: <laughs> and Joe Montana is a system quarterback as well.
3: And you know, as a Niner fan, I'll agree with that. Coach wouldn't like to hear this word system quarterback anymore. But he's gone, so I have a little bit of free space. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll be back with you on Wednesday for the Wednesday Wrap-Up. <laughs>